You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the official Broadway Sid podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and we couldn't be more happy, delighted, elated, Exhilarated, electrified, joyful, glad, or dare I say, full of glee? There it is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. For today's it episode. Thank you, Thursaurus. I was like, bewitched, father, and bewitched. Yeah, 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 it's coming, it's coming. What's inside, you ask? Well, it's a bad idea if I tell you, because we didn't plan it. I mean, we did, but it only takes a taste for you to matter to me, and then everything changes. P.S. You're never getting rid of me. Joining us today. No, we're not. <laughs> joining us today are the usual McKinley teens who I love like a table, including Kevin. She used to be mine, Jager. Oh, thanks, man. You're That's welcome. a good one. Kimberly, our game master, an unofficial babysitter for the hour, but should I say Kimberly Schmidt officially now? Yes. It's official. As of Thursday, I have a new name. So that the government knows. Oh, Except not with Social Security yet, just at the DMV. Oh, but Cuomo oh. is aware. So, so New York State. Cuomo, do you hear us? Yeah, he got a letter. He's like, there's now yeah. a real Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Cuomo actually got a letter awesome. every time someone changed their name in New York City? <laughs> he gets like a push notification on no, his phone. Like, he's going to send me a congratulations. He's yeah. getting married. His phone blows up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so but, you can all call me Kimberly Schmidt for real now. Unbreakable. Uh, and with us today is a guest who graced your TV screens and populated your iPod for six seasons on Glee. On Broadway, she's appeared in The King and I, Spring Awakening, and most recently, Waitress. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend, friend of, the of the show. You're not drinking. I'm so excited. I'm getting, I'm, but I'm writing. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> My hand is still busy. Yeah. Jenna Ushkowitz. Woo! Yay! Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. I am so excited to be here, you guys. Like, really? Like, Broadway is the jam. <laughs> drinking is also my jam as well. So this is great. What a perfect combination for you, then. It really, really is. Yeah. Uh, you can follow her at Jenna Ushkowitz on social media. But let's just start with, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Vodka soda. Vodka soda. Kimberly, what are you drinking? A gin and tonic. So Kevin and I have caved today. We did. I can't believe we did that. But we both looked at each other and we knew. Yeah, this is Wait, so gross. Wait, I watched this. Yeah. And I was we're, we're, we're both drinking gin. And it's been like a big thing on the show that we talk about how much we hate gin. Yeah. Gin's because, gross. And Kimberly yeah. drinks gin and gin is gross. Is it mostly to make fun of me and you've liked gin this whole time? No, I don't know. But no, something in me was like, I'm going to drink gin right well, now. I'm doing gin and tonic and Kevin's doing a gin and... Uh... Straight gin. No, I'm doing gin and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing gin and regret. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing... How do you drink I'm gin? doing gin in the <laughs> seltzer, but I will say that if you switch brine in my glass, it would taste exactly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you did not watch our Instagram story last week, <laughs> Kevin I, was told to bring tonic water, and he brought seltzer water, uh, and got yelled at. 
And, I said, and then they made me do a blind taste test, and, and they, they taste the same. But let's just do, what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? Okay, you're like, what are you seeing this week is also the first question. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. so first, um, tomorrow I'm seeing um, Jackie Burns' return to Elphaba, oh, to the Oz. cool. Yes. She's the longest running Elphaba on Broadway. Tuesday I'm seeing Donna Murphy and Hello, Dolly. Oh, <laughs> so jealous. so excited. I'm yes. so, she's like my second mom, so I'm, we've been like planning this, and it's been like Oh, is that from, is King and I? Mm-hmm. I'm like super excited. Did you see? No, not yet. Okay. Not so, yet. So this the, is the first time. I wanted to wait yeah. to see Donna first. I'll definitely see Beth before she leaves. But um, yeah, this is like the plan. And I had a bunch of other shows I wanted to see anyway. So yeah. I figured I would wait. That's awesome. Uh, and then I think I'm seeing Bandstand on Thursday as oh, well. Oh, yeah. we enjoyed it's that a lot. It's me such a long time to see it. And Laura's a friend too. So like, I feel like very unsupportive at the moment. <laughs> um, but recently, okay, wait, can I pull out my phone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big theater nerd, if you didn't know, and I have uh, binders with playbills from all the shows I've seen. Like the official playbill binders? Mm, I don't know. No. I like no. wish I didn't know that existed. Playbill Just like them. Amazon, you know, like the, the same, the size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Come From Away. So, so good. It's... So good. It's really good. It was good. so inspiring. Right? Um, and plus, I'm all in for a 90-minute no intermission 100%. show. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I am like in and out, back on the train, and home in bed by like 10 o'clock. In the like, summer, yeah. so right now. <laughs> and like, I'm in bed at 10.30, oh, I'm like, oh did God. I even see a show today? Yeah. <laughs> after a 90-minute, you're like, I can go home and go to bed. Two and a half, you're like, I gotta get a drink afterwards, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's going back, so I'm like, where's the 90-minute movie? Let's just do that one, right? too. I agree. Dream. Yeah. Um, Charlie and the Chalk Factory. Mm. Gotta say, my expectations were pretty low. And yeah. that, that, you know, just like I, I'd heard some lots of stuff, right? right. You're like, yeah. I don't know reviews, how it's gonna Yeah, nice. exactly. Um, so pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Uh Christian Poirot is like a sex pot. <laughs> <laughs> like a serious secret sex Willy pot. Willy Wonka is a sex pot. Um, great comment, by the way. It's just it was like the most refreshing um new musical. I just loved like having something that was like really, really brand new and no book. You like there was nothing, no adaptation at all. Brand new yeah. in a way that hasn't been seen in a while in terms of just production value and just energy and excitement. Hundred percent. Yeah. Kevin, um, have you seen it yet? Mm -mm. Neither have I. We should go. We should go. Yeah. We should go. We should and also, I just saw, I saw a bunch, but also Groundhog Day was like really a pleasant surprise as well. I couldn't agree more. I don't like the movie. And I was what? Yeah, I know. Agreed. I don't like the movie, and I was looking <laughs> forward. Weird, I, agree. I was looking forward to the show to hope maybe it fixes everything I didn't like from the sure. movie, and it does. Yeah, and I was I kind of the that. opposite though. Like I really love the movie. Mm -hmm. I love Bill Murray. Like I was like, how are they going to make this into a musical? Like mm -hmm. how the hell is this going to happen? And like the production value, and just like uh, it's like campy, but they know it's campy, and they make fun of that. Like yes. they make fun of themselves. Mm -hmm. It's just sure. so good. And again, Andy Kroll, another sex pot, like so great. Oh, yeah, you know, he's incredible. No, he's amazing. He's like, like, no, it just came off recently. Um, Kev, you did something this week that was pretty special. Oh, I did. But oh. we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> 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 Story of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually was in, I went to Providence, Rhode Island this week for uh, the Providence Fringe Festival. And uh, I got to see a show I wrote, uh, have its world premiere in the Providence Fringe. Congratulations. It went really, really well. It was called uh, She is a Shipwreck. It was a, uh, I adapted a blog that a blogger and performer, Alyssa Champagne, had written about her life where she went. Perfect for Broadway, yeah, right? <laughs> She went on a boat for, uh, her parents live on a houseboat and they moved from Rhode Island to Texas. Mm -hmm. And so she helped her mom navigate the boat uh, for three months from Rhode Island to Texas. And the show kind of deals with like her life on the water and her life on land. And it delves into issues of mental illness, mm -hmm. uh, relationship issues, and like the difficulties of being a 30 something nowadays as opposed to like just 10 years ago being a 30 something. Yeah. Light stuff, light stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> but all in a fun setting of a bar. So it's a, it's a fun kind of cool show. Well, we know those. Yeah, right? Yeah. We know bars. Where was it performed, Kevin? So it was the uh, Fringe Festival actually did it at this big, uh, like, 
empty warehouse. Cool. And they like sectioned off like little areas to be like cool kind of like indie performance spaces. That is actually pretty cool. It was cool. And so like we were told before we were performing that we were performing in the garage. And I assumed that was like some kind of like catchy name for a black box, but it was Mm -hmm. like totes a garage. You sent us a picture and I thought it was like a storage unit. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a, a giant storage. storage. I told my parents it looked like like what you drive like a fire truck into mm-hmm. and park it. And there a, was a firehouse. Well, no, but like the the garage part of the firehouse. Great. I'm like like an like a hangar. Yes. Like an empty yes, hangar. Yes, it was like 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 it did also look concrete right. concrete ground like concrete like walls and like oh, so wow. it was so it was like it was intense. And there was like showers. piping everywhere. There was a chemical shower in case like somebody got really what? excited about the show. They could like pull the cord and get a little like <laughs> flash dance moment. Oh my god, you should um, have worked that in. Um, Kimberly and I saw War Paint this week. We sure did. Yeah. And I just walked past the matinee letting out on oh, my yeah. way to here. And oh. like that huge um, moving billboard, which is basically just a giant television on like 42nd Street and 9th. What does it show? Is Street. it just Patty and Christine? It, no, it's like, um, it's like just like little B-roll from the show. Oh. But one of the things was the two Do they girls... show the epic moment when they line up back to back and both start <laughs> belting? And you know that Patty's like listening to hear out loud. She's like, a little louder. <laughs> oh, you mean... End of Every act song. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you have two epic performers like that, how can you not go like as I'm your director? Like, not just oh like, yeah, go Louder. back to back, ladies. Yeah. You have to, and because they're never actually in the same room until the last like thirty seconds of the show. So like, oh yeah, so, so it's always just like cross. we're not really here. Um, oh. But on the billboard, see, because I would have then be like, who will love me as <laughs> I am. <laughs> Let's just try never guys just start doing sideshow instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually sideshow. The best is it sideshow? No, it's actually <laughs> war paint featuring sideshow. Yeah. Um. Um, oh, but like there's this one moment that's on the billboard like over and over, and it's Christine Ebersole in the middle, and like her two little um, Elizabeth Arden girls that work at the store in their cute pink rompers spraying her with perfume. And immediately in my head, I just got Corny Collins singing Hairspray stuck in my head. <laughs> I was just like, everything's better than makeup. <laughs> so if you need to get Hairspray stuck in your head, Hairspray. Woo. If you need this gin, man. Wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> you don't have a tolerance for it. Uh, yeah, I, I was about to be like, we'll put subtitles, but you can't put subtitles on a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> In the future. <laughs> if you want to sing Hairspray, think of War Paint. That sure. joke died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's The right. momentum was lost. But we were all in it to the end. Like, all of us were, like, wrapped. We were ready. Thing. But yeah. what, I, what I will say about War Paint is yeah. you are going into a theater and seeing two of the greatest Broadway stars of all time on stage together. And oh it's, like, kind of like overwhelming at first. First entrances. Oh, yeah. Are like by design these epic. Yeah, I'm like, here. <laughs> it is like this whole little song, and then like stairs come in from the back, and you're like, she's gonna be at the top of the yeah. stairs. She's um, gonna be at the top. She's going to tell. She's going to tell. She's going to tell. <laughs> What's that? Spam all hat. Oh. <laughs> and then like Patty comes out of an airplane. Like yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just these epic she, no, she comes off a boat. She's like, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Yes, a boat. Yeah. <laughs> bum, 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 oh my god. It's like they actually rented the boat from Lincoln Center's recent King of the They barely could fit it into the Broadway stage. But it was just like It's like, oh my god. It's kind of it's, it's, it's like surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you I've seen them individually before. Yeah. And but to see them, it's like weird to think that they're both on the same show together. Well, yeah, like and you don't really get you usually get one leading lady. Yeah. And yeah. like for the price of one, you get Two. And then Stunning. that they're like going back and forth, like telling a very similar story, but with very different characters. Because they never meet, so it's all parallel. Got it. And then yeah. like the last Wait, so it's it's Estee Lauder, it's not. No, I'm sorry, it's Elizabeth Arden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have no idea who Estee so, Lauder is. So oh, they Elizabeth... made a joke about her. Her name was really Esther. Yes, they <laughs> do joke. It's Elizabeth Arden and Crabtree and Evelyn. No. <laughs> what? Kevin. Who's, it who's is Elizabeth Patty? Arden and Helena Rubinstein. <laughs> there we are. Which I then Googled. Do either of them make Crabtree and Evelyn? Yep. No. Yes, I Is that a musical? Can you imagine if like one person played Crabtree and one played Evelyn? So what? They make candles, I think? Barna, oh, Barnab. Uh, no, um, Lord and Taylor? You could do that one too. Yeah, you, can. you, you could do a Lord and Taylor musical. You could do a three. But would that be like a Lord and then like some girl that's like, I'm Taylor. Taylor, the Latte Boy. 
have, you can have a Bed Bath and Beyond musical. It's all from three point of view. That's incredible. That's I, I love this. That's Linens just... and things. Is that still a place? I don't think it no, is. No, wah, no, no, no. Wah. Yeah, I think like. But what I will say also that like you have these huge Are we talking about Warpaint again or yes, Wawa? Yes, yes. Um, is you're getting the story of women in a time when women were not working, let alone CEOs of their own company. Right. Yeah. There's right. a moment like, in the show where one of them is actually um, penalized in the social world because she earned her money and it just didn't come from the man. Yeah. <gasps> because yeah. she was not. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. which is partly from watching Titanic a time or two. <laughs> it's partly. What's <laughs> <laughs> probably like the new you just money Jenna. Titanic, <laughs> the research, yeah. the research oh. of the new money versus it's old totally, money. It's yeah. this weird, like it's new money versus old money. It's them all being Kathy Bates all over again. It is right. new money that <laughs> she earned. Yes. Not new, like not like. She has this money from her dad, right? Right, 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 right. So oh, like, that's really she weirdly like yeah. doesn't get into this thing, and then Helena Rubinstein goes through a similar thing. Both of them, that's really interesting. So go see War Paint. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's at the Nederlander on Forty First. For the sheer amount of jewelry that Patty Lapone <laughs> wears, I couldn't like. Really? She did an entire scene with maybe forty <laughs> bracelets on, and I was like, Legend. that was actually the band. <laughs> but like, it was not distracting me. It was just like making me like, super proud of her. <laughs> she was like just That's how good she is. She was just with the like, bracelets to like argue her point. Patty and her forty bracelets. If you were wearing oh forty bracelets, wouldn't you gesticulate with them? hundred percent. Go this way. <laughs> I wear like, like two I'm bracelets that jingle. <laughs> I love that we're all gesticulating right now and no one can see it. <laughs> Yeah, um, like but let's uh, let's ask some questions and let's play a game. Okay. Sure. Um, sure. Did you prepare questions for us? No. Uh, <laughs> so what's your? How many times have you seen Titanic? Yeah. <laughs> well over fifty. And on the VHS, it was split in the scene where he like flips the table. Yeah, yes. that's right. Oh. Yeah. That's what we I remember. really had yeah. to like change the DVD Snap or the VHS. Break. Oh, the v- yeah. I watched Titanic on my flight yesterday. Actually. Oh, yeah. wait, really? Yeah. Was it your flight long enough? No, I, I like the beginning anyway. I don't like to watch like a sinking ship on a flying plane. So like if they watch <laughs> enough of it anyway. You know? So you watch the happy part. Yeah. You ran perfectly like, yeah. what a lovely film. Oh my God, it's They're going to live in that so car good. forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but would love to hear what your favorite musical is. Oh, goodness gracious. She said she was a theater nerd, so that's going to be hard. This is really hard. I mean, overall, if I really had to, like, brass axe pick one, it would probably be Les Mis. Mm -hmm. But, like, I am a huge... Jason Robert Brown fan, like last ten, uh, last five years, last ten years, last five years. You just love it double. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. She understands the subtext of the first five years. Exactly. I was thinking next ten minutes. That's why. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, but I also love like um, I guess like no, I'm a big Claude Michel uh, Schoenberg mm. fan, but like, did you see really the, anything? Did you see Saigon? I didn't see Saigon. It's a little painful because it is one of my favorite musicals. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm, I have to prep myself for something like that. Oh, yeah. Especially because it's a dream role. So like, you're like, mm. I just, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of emotion that You'd goes into something like Chris. that. Thank you yeah. so much. I was actually thinking <laughs> John, but like, oh, yeah, it's cool. That's okay, yeah. <laughs> or Tam. Yeah. I always wanted you to be Tam. You could be Tam yes. and then the John cover. <laughs> <laughs> just create a new track. track right? Right? Yeah. for you. <laughs> like, hello casting. Tell <laughs> Antoine <laughs> Elspeth. Yeah. yeah. You just go right from singing Boudoy to go like rap around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess like... Uh, Every I can I can probably uh, rent as well and oh, tick yeah. tick boom those yeah. are two yeah, of my yeah. favorites but like you know it changes by the day like somebody's yeah. like oh this musical I'm like that's my favorite musical <laughs> and then like ten minutes later I'm like oh, that's my favorite musical like so, Good Man Charlie Brown too oh, so, so good yes. so good anyway so what's your favorite experience seeing a show oh goodness most recently uh, obviously Dear Evan Hansen was mm-hmm. watching. Uh, a performance of a lifetime, I think, I totally for agree. Ben Platt. Yeah. 
Um, I've never seen somebody like leave their heart and soul on a floor of a stage like that before. Mm-hmm. It was really stunning to see um, something like that. Like you can say, I lived and watched that in its time. Yes. Um, I guess Miss Saigon when Leia Salonga did it as can, well. Yeah. Like in the Broadway theater, that theater is so massive, and like watching that helicopter come on stage was like. Uh, jaw dropping, breathtaking. <laughs> I just don't know how to yeah explain it. I love seeing amazing like black box style performances in these big houses. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah how they command yeah. the stage in this like cavern when like you could get the same performance totally. from them doing it with a ten seat theater or a fifty thousand exactly. seat theater because that's how good they are. See, I feel like that's one of those shows. Yes, or that's one of those hundred percent. Um, I also think um I saw Metamorphosis the play, mm. but in the Circle in the Square, like yeah. in, I think I was in high school, and you like I've never seen water incorporated into a play and into a story so well. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like, yeah. it was really, really uh, mind blowing as well. And like, and again, in that theater, I think there's something about that theater that is so special because you don't see a lot of shows in the round. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like Spelling Bee mm-hmm. was so good there because they yes. used the space so well. Same like Spelling Bee is such a damn good musical. And fun home so there. Yes, exactly. And you know who was in Even Spelling Bee? The Godspell revival there was. Friend so of the show, bad. Aaron J. Albano. Oh yes, he was. There's his name drop. Oh, oh, yeah. um, I told him I'd say his name. Stop and then sucking up. I can't <laughs> wait to see Once on This Island. Oh, oh, I know. Oh god, it's gonna be so good. If you see it. More than once, does the name change? Twice on this island? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to three times on this island. You're no, they're just <laughs> watching this one time. They just on go the to island. different islands. It's once on this island. <laughs> 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 I saw once on this island. I'm going to see once on that island next. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, my, uh, my audition song. <laughs> That was really good. Really we shall write that. What's on that island? <laughs> like also, also coming island. to Broadway in 2018. What's on that island? It's not a prequel or a sequel. It's a parallel storyline. Yep. In Kevin's garage. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> uh, showers Timo. for all. No, I actually my audition song um, "Waiting for Life to Begin" was for for Glee. Was that was my song? Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That was my song. Like so, the weird theater nerd. Everybody else is singing like Beatles songs and I'm like I'm singing Waiting for Oh gods Oh gods <laughs> So let's if you don't mind let's talk a little bit about Glee Yeah What I've is it? never heard of it yeah. <laughs> What? I actually haven't spoken about it in a while um, What was the insanity of that first season like? Just in terms of like it kind of blew up in a good way Yeah well actually so it let me take you on my little timeline. So basically, we shot the pilot in 2008, uh, summer of 2008. Um, they decided they had such high hopes for the show. It was supposed to be a mid-season pickup, which means it comes in you know, in after January, the winter. Yeah. yeah. Well, they decided, they were like, we're going to give this a full, proper promotion, and it's going to come in in the fall of 2009. Um, then they decided, like, no, 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 we're going to preview the pilot in May and then we're going to wait. I remember yeah, that. Right after American oh, Idol. Yeah. Yes. So we showed the pilot. Oh, yeah. We were here for Upfronts actually in New York and we had to get back to um, American Idol to like be in the audience so they could be like it's the Glee Kids. Yeah. And like um, I missed my flight because I was so drunk that night. Um, <laughs> but I made it back for American Idol. You better believe I made it back. Um, but then we went on two mall tours in between when it actually aired and the preview. Like Tiffany? Like, yeah. Or Robin Sparkles? Yes, yes but like Hot Topic music, uh, like oh. mall tours, mm. where like we went in and we sat in Hot Topic and like kids came in and like we signed posters for them. Yeah. In Hot Topic? You were like, like, yes. you were, like performing yes. in Hot Topic. No, not performing. We were just like signing <laughs> I think like, like singing True Colors like in every Imagine. Hot Topic around the country. No, 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 no. To that was until that, like, 2010. Hot Topic <laughs> was their target audience. Yeah. It's so odd. It was just so, but not like Delia's, right? <laughs> Claire's? Um, no, and and we were like, gosh, like, Claire. I hope somebody likes this show enough to show up at this Boston mall. Yeah. Like, did they know? We're like, maybe eight people, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of fans came and showed up. And like, just based on the pilot. The yes. Because we went to straight on to number one on iTunes the night of the pilot. Um, that Don't Stop Believing went straight to oh, number one. Right. I downloaded it like right after watching. I yeah, we were too. like all together. We watched it all I'm together. almost positive Kevin downloaded I it. Right <laughs> I own all three High School Musical well, movies. Well, thank you I so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was just yeah. like obsessed with Matthew Morrison. So I was like, anything you do. A hundred percent. All of it. I say a hundred percent a lot. Um, like a hundred percent of the time. Like a hundred percent of the time I say a hundred percent. No, but yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Like after that, we got, kind of got into like a glee bubble where we were uh, shooting on Paramount. We were in L.A., we were kind of like sheltered from it all. Yeah. When we when we actually started to like premiere and like um, in the fall, that's when it like started to blow up and people started to recognize us and um, we were asked to perform in all these crazy places. Like we were on Oprah, we went to the White House, we did like the wildest things that you just like sort of check off your bucket list. You're like, I never thought I would do that. You like didn't even know we're on your bucket list. No, exactly. Yeah. They're like so far beyond the bucket list yeah. that you're like, this is awesome. I call that a phantom bucket list. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to check a, a lot one. off of my phantom bucket list. That's luckily. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty wild. But again, it was like we never knew what was coming. We never could have seen what was coming. Yeah. Um, but we were just so grateful for it, really. Like, everybody was so cool. We're all still really close. Like, everybody still hangs out. And we're in, like, group chains all over the place. We go to each other's weddings now. People mm-hmm. are having babies. But um, it was just sort of something brand new that people hadn't really seen before. So yeah. I think that's kind of why. And music, too. But then you also went on concert with Glee. Yeah, we went on what tours. Was, what was that like? <laughs> well, the first tour we went on was pretty small. It was um, Phoenix, Arizona, L.A., and New York. We did Radio City, the Gibson, and someplace in Scottsdale, Arizona. They were they were like theater tours. Yeah. You know, like the Gibson is like a theater. It's not a stadium. It's mm-hmm. not an arena. But it was amazing. Like we got a taste of what it felt like to be like rock stars for a second. You know, like music, yeah. real music artists. We're like... We don't belong here. We're covering people's songs. These aren't even our songs. But you're rocking it like you own it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so much fun. And um, I think at the time, too, it was really hard to um, wrap our heads around it because we were constantly working and constantly um, in this like cycle of going, knowing we had to go back and shoot the show and tell the story. Mm-hmm. That it was... Um, we had to sort of keep our heads and you know and feet to the ground. Yeah. But the stadium tour was six weeks, sixteen cities in, and it was like like nothing else. We sold out the O2 for two weeks, which what? has never really wow. been done. Yeah, we like broke records there, which is like unheard of. And we did these amazing cities, and everybody was so cool. And like you'd think our fans would be like thirteen-year-old girls, but we had like. 40-year-olds with, like, groups that were wearing, like, dressed up as us. And it was so wild. It was so, so wild. Were you guys in character or yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were totally in character. But, like, on the tours, it was a little looser. Like, we were able to sort of, like, just play and dance and, like, jump around. Um, It was wild. Like, I got got to go back to, like, Nassau Coliseum, which was my coliseum growing up, my concert place growing up. So I I saw, like, yeah, I saw NSYNC there. I saw Britney Spears there. I saw Backstreet Boys there. And then I literally went and, like, my fourth grade teacher showed up. It was just so wild and so crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It was an insane, insane experience. But, like, you know... I had the best time. That's amazing. Yeah. And what a cool, like, unusual way to, like, navigate through, like, the music and theater world. Like, totally. And, like, performing, like... Totally. Yeah, you, like, oh, everybody who... You know, like, a lot of Broadway actors, like, I want to do TV, I want to do films. Like, where do you go next after stage? Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, to break in through musical <laughs> theater, through, like, a glee club, and feel like, an, you know, like, you grew up, like, as an outcast, sort of, in this, like, weird community and then like get to do it on screen and and be rooted on for it and and sort of victorious is like very very cool were you in like choirs and stuff in high school yeah i was in my like glee club or whatever you call it, it was select choir because i went to a musical theater high school like a performing arts high school mm-hmm. um on long island actually so like we got to, we did the first performance at uh, the first high school version of les mis in my high nice. school. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty cool. Who are you? Yes, I was a Javert cover. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just a, a town's person <laughs> as a freshman. Where's Tina now? 
Tina is the CEO of a company. <laughs> Makeup um, company? Yeah, some sort of company. <laughs> She's successful. Um, no, you know, I, I thought about it because I was like, where would she be? Would she be doing musical theater? Probably not. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Rachel Berry is probably the one surviving in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just see her as like a successful businesswoman. I think she's happy. I think she's married or like has a boyfriend finally. Like, she got <laughs> so oh, no. on she for so long. Boyfriends. She did. She had a really long boyfriend, Mike Chang, and she had Artie. After a while, we were like so annoyed. We were like, "Why do we have the same last name and we're dating?" Because um, it was oh. it was um, Mike Chang and Tina Cohen Chang. But like we were like Why never addressed. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> Tina. Well, I said if we got married, my last name would be Tina Cohen Chang Chang. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, you know? duh. Um, it becomes a joke. That should be your performer name. <laughs> Tina Cohen Chang Chang? Yeah. Well, you know, funnily enough, like, it's called, my last name was Tina Cohen Chang um, because they thought my last name, Jenna Ushkowitz, was so funny because, like, that's not who you expect to walk in the room when you see me. So, like, they were like, well, we have to make, like, a Jewish Asian last name. Then we have to, like, put them together. So, the so most it was Jewish Tina Cohen, Cohen hyphen Chang. Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty perfect. Uh, let's play a game. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going to play Mashup. Okay. Which is something I believe you might be familiar with. It's so appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It's so appropriate. Um, So I have one pile of song titles. They're all musical theater songs. I have one pile of genres of music. Okay. So you can pick your own song or multiple songs from the genre of music pile. And then we will all try and guess what song you're mashing up with what genre of music. (laughs) Go for it, Kevin. Okay, so I'm seeing... Okay, I think I understand what we're doing. I think so, too. (laughs) 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 I can't do that and sing at the same time. I just realized that. Um, there are worse things I could do than go with the boy or two. So that's even though I'm neighbor, even though he's neighborhood <laughs> and no bad and no good. I'm trying to no. So it's there are worse things I could do. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's saying the lyrics. There, there are not anything worse than you could do than that. I know. Um, uh, what else did you say? I made up the genre so I can't guess, but I know what it is. Um, Are you trying to? I don't steal it. I don't do this different. Um, yo, he I don't steal it. I don't lie. Hip-hop? I can feel, but I don't cry. Rap? Yeah, it's hip hop. <laughs> I listen to only musical theater. I'm the biggest nerd. <laughs> that was my version of hip hop. All right. Sure, go. I'll go. Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> I'll go. Okay. Tore a door on guard. Tore a door. Tore a dancing through life. Down at the hall door. It's dancing through life as an opera song. That's right. Very good. I like. Just figure those vowels. I don't know if I can do this or. Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane, should have been my name, Mr. Cellophane. Is it bluegrass? Country? Country? Country, Mr. Cellophane. Terrible. Oh, that was good. You had a twang and everything. And sometimes when we like, I start hanging oh, out with Jesse and Kayala again, like, because yeah. we hang out a lot, like, yeah. we'll go into our twang, and we're like, guys, stop. <laughs> 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 like, what is happening? 
from somewhere that would have a natural twang. No. Because you are from Long Island. Yeah, and Jesse's from Chicago, and Bella's from Hawaii, so no. And we're like in Hawaii, and we're like, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> y'all is such a good word. Y'all, y'all just, is a uh-huh. weird word to pick up and then try to not say again. Yeah. Because my husband says it all the time. He's from the Midwest. And so now I'll like text people things and I'm like, it sounds better if I say y'all. It's just like, useful. Say it. It's very it's useful. Like, all right, Kimberly. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I could have danced all night. It's uh, jazz. jazz. I could have danced all night. All night. It's big band. Big band. I made a trombone. Yeah. She gesticulated as I don't know what trombone sound like, but that was the most visible. You were doing patio bone, you know. With the bracelet. That's amazing. That was a good one. That was mashups. That was mashups. Mashups. That's what we do. Um let's talk a little bit about waitress. Yeah. So you were in waitress for a little bit. Yes. Um I guess you know what was we what was that stage door like, and I'm gonna play stage door stories. Stage door Yay! stories. Stage door. This stage door loved to bring gifts, and Ooh. I don't know like so many gifts. Is that a new thing? I think so. Okay, I think so. I mean, was that happening when you were in Spring Awakening? Not like this. Yeah. I mean, like drawings and paintings up the wazoo and, and like, tattoos. We've heard. Tattoos. You know what? My favorite story? gift was from Sarah Bareilles herself. She gave me um, kitchen utensil erasers. No. Right. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. She gave you kitchen utensil erasers. She gave me, gave me so, music to sing and words to say, <laughs> and also um, kitchen appliance erasers. Um, that's They're awesome. like teeny tiny like Japanese erasers. That's like, amazing. That is so, so cool. cute. Um, the stage show was amazing. They were very, um, you know, like they're the Mulinators. They're Jesse fans, and yeah. they were. The Mulinators. So, I guess they're called Mulinators. That's amazing. I think like fandom has changed with social media. Fans yeah. feel more attached to people who are like actors who are on it, and like sort of let that um, side of yourself be seen. It's mm-hmm. like a more insightful and into your normal life. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, it was. It was pretty hardcore and like in the best way possible yeah, yeah. they were awesome and they keep that show going and like um and what's it like to be part of such a a show like that in yeah terms well of like here's that, the thing like, you have like Sarah Bareilles fans mm-hmm. you have Broadway fans you have mm-hmm. Jesse Mueller fans right. you have Glee fans yeah like there was <laughs> one show where I saw this girl in like the fourth row and like you can pretty much see the whole audience during the show it's pretty brightly lit on our stage just because okay. of the um the diner right. so like i looked in the audience and i saw a girl dressed like a cheerio from glee and i like <gasps> couldn't figure out where i was you know you're like yeah. where am i where am i like it was so confusing but it was kind of awesome she traveled all the way from japan <gasps> wow. to see waitress to meet me it was very, very, very sweet and um, kind of shocking. Like, you just don't think people go to that far. That's amazing. Like, yeah. For a second, I thought you were saying that she was dressed as, like, a Cheerio, like the cereal. <laughs> and I pictured someone in the seat with, like, this big It has been a long time costume. since I've heard, like... That term. Yeah, since that's why I was term. like... Sure. Yeah. That's a weird thing to look at the audience and see someone dressed like a Cheerio. I stuck a Cheerio on my two seats. <laughs> It's a very circular costume. It no, she was talking. It's fine. It's kind of like, oh, it a little bit. I stuck a cheerio up my nose once so far that, like, I had to go to the doctor. I mean, I was a baby, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Just and she While like, watching Titanic on a flight. It out. Yeah, exactly. I stuck it up my nose on the flight and I couldn't get it out. Just kidding. Um, no, a doctor had to, like, take it out with, like, an appliance and, like, pull it down. Ugh. It was pretty crazy. That's anyway. Hot. But yeah, it was it's it's like being a part of something like bigger than just a show, which is kind of weird. I guess yeah. you'd like to feel that in any show you do or mm-hmm. anything you do that it's bigger than you and it is, but like this is so cool too because of Adrian and Shelley and her story yeah. and and what mm-hmm. had happened to her and mm-hmm. her daughter and like we were sort of sharing her story as well and like sort of living her uh, legacy and out 
and every night we like remind ourselves like when we're having a day we're like oh gosh this again sometimes you yeah. go yeah it's for Adrian yeah. you know you just kind of remember that I love that movie oh my god it was so beautiful yeah. and I and I honestly thought because I saw it just after it opened Kamiko and I are friends actually so I saw mm. it um I got house seats from her and I went inside and I just I fell in love and I, I, I love the movie so much, but I went, how are they going to do this? And yeah. what are they going to do? But it was so beautifully done. And the story is so um, important for young girls, I think, too. Mm-hmm. 100%. To see, like, the strength in women and to see that arc that Jesse goes through every night or that, you know, Jenna goes through every night, mm-hmm. which is also weird that her name was Jenna. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The character. You're like, what? Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Not my yeah, when Did I you first... Ever, like, get confused? Well, when I first met Jesse and I was in rehearsals, like, two days before I actually started the show, um, Jesse and Kiala, we rehearsed together on the stage. And we had met, and they had started saying Jenna a bunch, and she kept answering. And it was like, I'm so confused. I have to stop answering <laughs> oh, to Jenna. Oh, would... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she'd been doing it for a while, too. So, of course, she answers to Jenna. Absolutely. But um, Especially in the theater too. on the stage. Yeah. yeah. After a while, you get used to it but like at first we're like we have to decide who's going to be called jenna and who's going to answer to it (laughs) so you said you were friends you were friends with kamiko before yeah what was that like taking over a role like from somebody you had watched like as a friend kind of like create something yeah and and so shortly after too i mean like it was it's hard to go in as a first replacement for a broadway show like Uh you have such a tight-knit they are such a tight-knit family um, so like you have to be very like were you the first new person yeah Whoa. first principal new, new right. principal and that like yeah you have to be very careful and um, I was very cautious I understand what those relationships are like from the beginning especially going through rehearsal process and going through um, where in Cambridge and everything but um, she did a beautiful job creating that role um, it was a difficult one too she's not like the easiest to sort of uh, straightforward read, uh, Dawn. Mm-hmm. She's and that's very the Adrian Shelley part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah, yeah. In the movie. Complex I, and yeah. and sweet and you know endearing and just it was hard. It was really hard to go in and say I want to do something <clears throat> that's mine and mm-hmm. different, but also fit into this um, sort of trio that already had happened, and so they had already gone through. Um, two dawns by that point. They went through Kamiko and then Stephanie Torrance took over for a little while while um, they were trying to find the replacement mm-hmm. for me to come in. So, um, it, you know, you have to like, you're like, be respectful of that too, that they're also going through this process of like dealing with two different dawns. Right. So they've gone through like so many dawns now, but um, it was fun. They were so open. They were so, those women are just like uh, exceptional. They're so talented and so open and their hearts are so big. And that's, I think, the biggest part of this show is, like, to be part of this cast, your heart has to be truly, like, open to telling the story. So it sounds, like, so fluffy, but it really is no, very no, true. No, no. Totally. Really and you can see now with... Um, Betsy Wolf. Betsy Wolf. Yeah, I haven't let's, seen... Uh, it. Let's play another game. Okay, great. We're going to make a TV show. Oh! Fun. Okay. So... So we each picked two Lights of Broadway show cards. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And this will now be the cast of our TV show. Oh. Do we each have our own TV show or is it one no, TV this show? this is one TV show. Oh, yeah. And we are going to have to make an ensemble TV show okay. based around these people, putting them in like typical television tropes. Great. Whoa. Got it. Um, so we should, we're going to figure out a plot. Mm-hmm. Um, who all the characters are within that. Okay. Okay. And if we can find a title, we'll do it. And Great. then like, and then someone write the pilot and make all these people do it. Great. Great. And then uh, so let's just go around and say who the cast money is. Money from right. this pilot gets written. All right? of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so all the money. I'll go first. So the cast of our show is Heather Headley. Ooh. Javier Munoz. Oh. Andrew Keenan Bolger. Mm. Darren Chris. <laughs> John Goodman. Oh. oh, and Stephanie J. Block. Okay. Yeah. Michael Bennett. Oh. And Broad Wasted Podcast. <laughs> that is really funny. Okay. That's hilarious. Okay. Okay, let's lay them out on the table. Sure. Okay. All right, so we got to come up with some kind of like purpose for this so show. I think that every episode has a dance break. Obviously. And Michael Bennett choreographs it's that. It's the dance right. glee. Right, right. Right. So okay. it's like, it's, it's, 
It's it's as a dance like a high school it, dance troupe. It's a high school dance troupe. But they're all old. Well, okay. So well, John, Andrew John can be in high school. In, can he be our teacher or our? Um, He's the principal. 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 Love it. So no, a, no, the superintendent. <gasps> Okay. John Goodman is a superintendent. Is he in every episode, or do we think he's a guest, a recurring guest? I think he's a recurring guest. He really shows up during. SJB is the I mean, teacher, right? Well, or do you have well, Heather Hadley? I'm going with Heather Hadley as the principal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I like that. Right. I like that too. So, I like that. so we have Darren, Chris, and. Andrew Kane and Bulger as students, obviously, along right. with the Broadway and podcast. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you guys are students. So the four, no, uh, five of us are shaped. Okay, so then we've got these guys left. So then Michael Bennett's just the choreographer of of, the, of on the record. The dance troupe. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Or on like, uh, like behind like the scenes. Behind creative the scenes. Team. Great creative team. Okay. Got Does it. he occasionally make a cameo as a dance teacher? He's the janitor. Right. I think he's the janitor yes. as a cameo. Yeah. Yes. Every yes. episode he's mopping something. He like, he's like mop mop mop. He says and like something like, early like witty and funny and then like goes yeah, into yeah, the other yeah. room. Yes. Right. Okay. And some episode later on he'll have like a full dance break with his mop. But was it like, like a dream sequence? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Or maybe he dances after the credits every single episode. <laughs> or just every That's time funny. he says something witty, as soon as no one's looking at him again, like triple pirouette. Yes. <laughs> so Perfect. What if, what if, so these kids are in a dance troupe and Michael Bennett is choreographing behind the scenes. What if like they want to do like contemporary dancing, but Javier Munoz and Stephanie J. Block are like the ballet and like, uh, classical dance teachers at the school and they're like, yeah. no, you have to do everything by the book. And the kid's right. like, no, but we're going to do stuff different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're always in fighting with, with, with the principal, with the principal and, and the, the superintendent. Super- and then, well, oh, the superintendent here's the twist. He's like keeping the, the peace between here's all the Here's the fighting. twist. No, he, oh, twist. Oh. Darren Chris doesn't know, but those are his parents. <gasps> <laughs> Perfect. Wow. And I think that John Goodman as the um, as the no-nonsense um, superintendent. superintendent is actually, there's a problem, and he's really trying to cut <laughs> the budget down, yeah. uh, and that's going to affect the dance squad directly. Do they win him over by the end of the season? <laughs> and or do they go to and win regionals? So I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, this sounds vaguely familiar. Um, so I think yeah. they, yeah, but what do you see, I think you give him, I give him season, um, middle of season two, if we get picked up, that that's when he sort of has to like give in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think, think I mean, yeah. it has to be shorter. Like, I, I, think, think, I mean, long, a long yeah, window. I, I think season, yeah. at the end of season one, like he's supposed to come to like the big dance thing to then be supportive, but like on the way, he has like a epic heart attack or something like yes, epic. Yes, that's good. That's and so he can't like get in <laughs> Not that epic. The second season is a dream sequence <laughs> where they win not, the lottery. Not that right. epic. Um, okay, so. Yeah, I think so like he doesn't get to see the dance and doesn't get to fully like be on board until season mm-hmm. two. Great. Who is the star of the dance troupe? Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. See, to me, to me, um, to me, Darren Chris just <laughs> came to the school. Okay. He's the new kid, and his parents are dealing with the fact that they're... He has a lot working against them. And they're realizing that the kid that they left up for adoption when they were in a dance troupe in high school together... Yes. ...has come back to find them. And Andrew Keenan Bolger is like... Was the star. And is super upset now. And now Darren comes in and is like, what the hell, there's a shiny new toy that you come in and like think is like the thing, but I'd be here and put my time in. And Kimberly just needs a new dance partner. She needs to know who her dance partner is. Because I'm the only girl on the dance (laughs) (laughs) troupe. So I'm just like, whoever can effing lift me. Yeah. And I'm just the ba- there to be the base of the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, but you're, the, but you're the rock. I'm the rock. But and I think like Brian is like morale chief. Like no, chief. see Brian yeah. and I are totally the comic relief ones. We're like Brian says like talks all the time, and I like have like two words in each episode. But they're like you know what I mean. Like Brian's like the you see kids are all. <laughs> you see kids are. Uh, like Brian's always talking? doing some kind of like side like crazy thing to try to make me and Brian the stars of the of this. Or and like, every episode troupe. like I'm doing something outside of the dance troupe like trying to make quick money or like right <laughs> like you're like Zach Morrison <laughs> all like over this Lula show Lula on the side. Absolutely, okay. there's a very special episode about um, uh, Adderall uh-huh. uh, pills. So Are that, you like, excited? And at the end, I'm so excited. I'm so scared. scared. And then you get, and then your character, I think, ends up with this like 
a foreign relative that ends up leaving you his estate and lots of money, and then you donate it to the group. And that special guest star is... Georgia Engel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my great-great-aunt, as played by Georgia Engel, leaves me the the estate... and where does this take place? What city are we in? Ooh, good question. Or small? Are we in a small town? Is it a small town? Is it a big Just city? Just a small town, girl. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode does end with um, a ballet versus hip hop. Don't stop believing. I think that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and Andrew King Bolger is on point the whole time. <laughs> I think you guys. It, it has to be like like um, a small town, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Mobile like, um, Alabama? Mobile Alabama? Yeah. Mobile, I can't Alabama. Even say it Mobile? Uh, Mobile? We Mo- could. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this would take place in or Alabama. Or like Sh- Dallas. Chicago? Dallas. Oh, I like that. Because then I it has like. like it's Dallas. Or the, no, the Austin area, so we give it a very Friday Night Ooh, Lights feel. Austin. And then they can like perform at South by Southwest. For sure. And, and, and then Riggs can come in and yeah, be a special absolutely. guest star. Taylor Kitsch has it guest stars every once in a while. Dream life. And um, we yeah, it's the same universe. Yeah, and expl- as Friday Night yeah. <laughs> explosions in the sky is our is what we dance to in the uh, in the pilot. <laughs> what is that? It's the band that does a lot of the music for Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, great. Um, and then sure, I'll dance to it. Um, one of the wait, but then I feel like someone decides. Kevin yeah. is also a football player. <laughs> Totes. Totes. No, and he's on the volleyball team. No, but we need I was on the volleyball coach. team. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to get your crossover with Friday Night Live. I was the center. Oh, but I forget what the coach's it's, it's name. The crossover. Yes, and then like for like five episodes, our rival coach comes and teaches our football <gasps> team. Which is Coach Taylor. Then Connie Britton is like, I know country music now, so she goes, I'm gonna help. Hey y'all. And then she brings Hayden Penetier. Oh, and yeah. then we have a Nashville crossover as well. Oh, and yes, I remember the Titans it's... crossover. Oh. Because she's the grown up <laughs> yeah, version right. of, you know, the little girl. That's right. But she played yes. in the Titans. Yes. We're all good. Okay, so we've given everyone. I don't know what universe we're in anymore. <laughs> is Marvel a part of this too? Yeah. Oh, but and then there's yeah, Peter Marvel Parker. DC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah oh, and then Jessica Jones comes down to hide out. And then Gal Gadot comes in. And oh, like, for sure. You know, it's. I like how we're like, let's write a show with every other show. <laughs> we haven't decided on one thing. Inspired by what is one thing? What's the title? Yeah. What what's the title show? of this show? So it's a dance troupe. Yeah. <laughs> a dance troupe meets Fred Nightlight. Offbeat. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty good. Offbeat. Let's no. call this offbeat. Beat off. Beat off. The offbeat beat off. <laughs> That's regional. <laughs> <laughs> so so stay tuned. So stay tuned for our um, offbeat offbeat beat off coming to Fox <laughs> this fall. <laughs> We may or may not get to regionals. <laughs> <laughs> or episode two. That's um, it for games. That was Thanks for humor. super ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know if I followed what we did. Wait, I, I took And I was notes. like in it with everyone in the oh, trenches. Really and I don't know okay. what we were fighting I know. for. I so know. we are pitching to the networks. Okay. okay. A new dance show. A scripted dance show. A nude dance show. show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, this is actually on Showtime. Yeah, it's on <laughs> yeah, Showtime. Yeah, yeah, we're going for each other's um, time here. It is called Offbeat. It is about a high school dance troupe in which Javier Munoz and Stephanie J. Block are the coaches mm. who only want to do classical dance, but the students, Andrew Keenan Bolger, Darren Chris, and the Broad Wasted crew um, want to do more modern hip hop dancing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Heather Headley is the no nonsense principal. And John Goodman is the superintendent that um, is just a recurring guest star, and he <laughs> wants to cut funding to the dance team. Great. He wants everyone to be in. Not great, but... He wants yeah. everyone to be, you know. Um, and Michael Bennett is the resident choreographer. He is also the janitor who <laughs> dances in dream sequences. Great. Yeah. Love it. And Georgia Engel. Oh, and Georgia Engel um, is um, Brian's wealthy aunt who leaves a... Um, wealthy estate. Who leaves an estate... Um, which we all live in. Oh yeah, for, for sure. For summer camp. For sure. 
your character just got. That's a where they house throw. you before regionals. That's yeah. where you stay. Well, those are like because the, we need a secluded place because we're not focusing. But those are like the Malibu Sands episodes of uh, Stay by, by the Bell. So like <laughs> Stacy Carosi, you know. And yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I love those. This is Absolutely. amazing. I love those episodes. Oh my gosh, too. there was like the, the except he wasn't with Kelly. That didn't bother anyone else. No, I know. Listen, I was too young. I don't know why I had experience with Stacy. We all knew you were going to marry I Kelly. I know. In a two-part TV movie. That takes place in Las Vegas. It does. Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. The what TV do you mean? I'm so sorry. I was well, because you have to watch... You have to watch the college years where he actually proposes, mm-hmm. and then they go to go to Las Vegas. When did Nikki Vegas. come when in? Was, when was Nikki in the show? Nikki was, was Nikki? very early. It was when it was Good Morning oh. Miss Bliss. That was before Kelly and Jesse. Yeah. No, they really? S- they split Nikki into what? Kelly and Jesse. You mean like with Nikki? Uh, it was just Screech. They were like super young. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness! That I was thought the she was after show. Kelly and okay. No, no. you're right. You're right. Because then right. you had after Kelly and Jesse was Tori. Yeah, Tori. No, she was only right. for a season. So what happened was they. Filmed the finale, the finale, like them graduating, but the show got picked up. But a lot of people had already made commitments to other shows and things right. like that. So they did a whole entire season with Tori, which ended with like the graduation with like Kelly there and, Je- and that Jesse. The football there and all games, of that. the parties, How? and the when dances. Was, saved by the was yeah. I just too Same young? Maybe. I will just be I like I watched Boy Meets World. Yeah. But also Saved by the Bell was high school and Boy Meets World was middle school. Into high school, into college. And like Boy Meets World was middle school when I was in elementary school. Oh, that's why. You wanna go home and watch Waitress. I wanna go home and watch the Saved by the Bell episode where they do Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. So when rapping. And then Zach says, but my heart belongs to the evil queen. Because he and Jesse have to practice kissing on stage, and then they kiss, and of course, like all teenagers, they're like, did I feel something? Yeah. Are we in love? What is this feeling? So sunny. And then Jesse like is verbally abusive to her boyfriend, who's also verbally abusive to her, and we're all like, "Yay!" <laughs> and I was watching Boy Meets World because they were Phillies fans, and I had to be mm. indoctrinated. Boy yeah, but he wanted to be. Remember his uh, career day? He, he makes himself into a baseball card and a Philly player, oh, and it was and like Mr. Feeney wanted him to choose something realistic. Mr. Feeney. Oh, do you remember that epic Finney. episode oh, when Mr. Feeney was mad Jim. at them and he was yelling it in the classroom and he was like, "For the first time in my life, I'm walking out on you," and he walked out oh, of the classroom and left so them in the. Oh, that yeah. like kills I remember, me. I, I cried. I cried. I'm still afraid of those like old timey scissors that are just like painted black on the end mm. because of the Halloween episode. Yeah, in I know. Which that. Mr. Feeney <laughs> is like people, murdered right? yeah. by yeah. those crazy right. huge scissors. Right. And like those are the scissors that we have in our office, well, look, and I just honest, can't use them. There was no. There was no one, no couple more magical than Cory and Topanga up until Ugh. a point. The only reason no. I watched Girl Meets World. I liked the couple of Cory's older brother, Eric, and Eric's hot roommate. Oh, how old are oh. Eric's hot Wait, roommate you're missing with the avocado Ryder fridge. Strong. Oh, I watched it because I love their best friendship. Okay. Ryder Strong was cute too, but Ryder no. But Strong. like, don't forget that Adam Scott was also on the show as the bad guy in when what? they were middle school. What? No. Yes. Wait. And, and then Ethan Supley. Um, Who's that? He was on My Name Is Earl. Yes. He played Frankie Stacchino. Oh, he was the, he was like the big guy. What a guy weird, weird show. show. Yes. Weird show. Oh, 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 oh. My Name Is Earl. Weird show. Weird show. Oh, Brittany Murphy was on it, too. Oh. Yeah, she played that trainee. Like <gasps> yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'm chewing so gum. That was me. I watched Clueless on another flight recently, too. Oh, so, so good. Yeah, he played so uh, Griff Hawkins. Griff. Griff. Adam Scott played yeah. Griff. Griff Hawkins. That's right. He would play a Griff. Yeah. What a terrible name. He was, like he was pleasantly boy. douchey. Yeah. Great. Well, so that was our TV segment. <laughs> that brings us to the end of our episode. Um, Jenna, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it was thank so much you. fun. Um, you can follow her at Jenna, Jenna Ushkowitz on social media. Mm-hmm. But we end every episode with a quote. Oh, you can also subscribe to her podcast. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah. So last season was Infinite Positivities, but this season is actually going to be called Epic Fail. But if you search my name on iTunes or you can go to atwillradio.com, um, there's, you can subscribe to my podcast. And it, it, this season is going to be live performers, lots of Broadway friends who um, have royally effed up in front of either a live audience or in an audition or in some sort of setting. And it's pretty funny and pretty funny. So...
That's Have awesome. a great time. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Um, but we end every episode with a quote. Okay. Mm-hmm. And today it's, you've got possibilities. Takes a woman to tell. I see possibilities. Let me pry you from your shell. What's that from? Wait, wait, wait. You've got possibilities. You've got, got possibilities. possibilities. Oh! I can tell. Yeah, what is it? I can tell. I was just talking about the song with someone. No. No. But it's, it, it yeah, yeah, actually yeah, has yeah. That, that, that feeling of it. But I was literally just talking about this because I didn't you know what it hint? was. Um... You don't usually make us guess. I know. I know no, I like this, one. though. Um, uh, You've got possibilities. I, I know what this I is. Know, yeah, yeah like it's we gonna, all we're know. All gonna be like, He's, this, this character's been in the movies a lot lately. Spider-Man? Another man. <laughs> Iron Man? Oh, it's, it's Superman. It's a bird. It's, it's a, a plane. It's Superman. Oh, yes. oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, thank you. Good one, Kev. Um, but don't forget, you can follow us at Broad Wasted, uh, like us on Facebook. Um, you can subscribe to us. We've got some really exciting things coming up for you. We're I know so we keep excited. hinting at it, but it's going to be awesome. You'll um, know soon. Next week's episode, we're going to let you know what it is. So definitely stay tuned next week. Um, but again, John, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, as we end every episode, we raise our glasses. I am too. I know I do. Zoo-doo-wop-bop. Cheers, everybody. Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.